Welcome back to another episode of Brandwit. Yes, I am Sam McEwen and, and sitting across from me, the one and only Dean Milson. How are you, Dean? I'm very well, thanks, mate. And you? Very well. Very good. That's, uh, that's good to hear. Well, um, for those of you who haven't joined us before, the, the idea with this uh, podcast is one of us brings a bit of a, a question without notice or a, a topic without notice to, to, to talk about and then we see um, where we end up from there and... This week, um, uh, I'm going to start, Sam. Um, I want to talk about DNA. DNA? DNA. This, you realise this is not a science podcast. No, you've got to bear with me. Bear with me. No, I do realise that. No, the idea of um, a, a, a brand DNA or a company DNA, like what is the DNA of company um, and, um, and, and how that, you know, affects how they, you know, they are in the world and, and a lot of... I'm like the idea of brand DNA, any most marketer could have, would, would have heard of, but it's got lots of different definitions of those types of things. And 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 branding agencies have their own, you know, um, processes and and um, and that they take people through. And so the, the 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 funny thing with all of these is that there's there's often different different definitions, and people make them, you know, what they want to make them. But um, I've um I came across La. Maybe a year ago, um, a book by a woman called Andy Cunningham, um, who um, who used to uh, she worked at Apple during the eighties, I think, from memory, um, and was really involved in um, you know launching the the Macintosh, and and um, she's gone on to to be a bit of a consultant, and 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 her thing is all around you know the the you know, the DNA and she uses DNA as a, as a positioning. So I was interested and had a bit of a read of the book and it's, it's something that's really stuck with me for a little while because, um, or for, you know, it's been fairly profound actually in, um, in, in some of the work I've, I've been doing as well on, 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 you know, helping companies understand who, who, who they are. And it's actually, she, she's got a great little, um, um, process around it where there's a, you know, a bunch of questions you can ask, but really in the end, there are only, Three types of company DNA, she says, um, and I reckon this is really, really true. Um, she calls them they're either mothers, mechanics, or missionaries. So mothers are customer-focused businesses. Um, they're um, yeah, they they win, you know, basically on the connection with who they serve and the experience they create. Um, mechanics are um, they win in business their products. They're product-orientated businesses or um, some mechanics are just all about price. It's just they're the lowest price. or mm-hmm. So, you know, they win basically on the best products and best services and, you know, that's all what their focus is. And then missionaries are, you know, companies that are there to change the world or doing something new and completely, completely different. So, I mean, on the outset, and, and like if you think about it and flip it the other way, you've got... Um, you know, she's gone mothers, mechanics, missionaries because it's you know it's a nice way. They all start with M, and you know she's yeah. able to package it up that way. But you know, if you think about it, you've got customer oriented companies or, 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 or product based companies or kind of ideas based companies, vision based companies, and it actually um, really really rings true for me. And if you kind of for me, what was kind of interesting is that we we then started thinking about it from um, you know. At, Demarca, my agency. You know, we were kind of we ran ourselves through that process, and we we came out as mothers, so we're, you know, customer service, and or you know, we're about customers. Like, okay, well, that's pretty obvious. But when we actually, you know, 
when you get it right or when you actually start thinking about it at all these different levels of your business, it became really freaky. Like, like you know, we run workshops with we we run workshops with customers, clients, whatever, um, to um, to help them, you know, dig into their business and and we get it into a real business level. So, you know, where I know there'd be some agencies that would just go away and come back and go, here it is. This is what you need to be. So it is really a collaborative process. And yeah. and then, you know, we'll build time into projects. So that we can spend extra time with with clients and not have to be kind of going, oh, well, your time's up now, and yeah. and and, and it, to make sure that experience was great. So the more we kind of focused on, most started thinking about it, I was like, wow, this is actually freaky because our our DNA really is mm. about that. Whereas from an agency point of view, you'd be, it'd be, you know, I know there'd be plenty of places out there that just, you know, awards are, um, are, are you know the most important thing for them or, you know, it is about just making, producing great, you know, cutting edge design and yeah. the end of the day it's what we look like and people come to those agencies because they, um, you know, because of that, they want to look or, and, and so I would call them mechanics, not 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 mothers. Mm. So, um, and some other interesting examples kind of as you start to dig into it, you know, so like Amazon, you might go, well, they're a, they're, they're, a, they're a mechanic, they're, they're about you know selling you products and they're all about products and they have a platform they built and but you know they're actually you know probably more like mothers they were the first ones to give you you know maybe you like this maybe you yeah. like that like creating that customer experience that's that's easy and then the flip side you might go well McDonald what's McDonald's well McDonald's you know it's a, it's a family restaurant <laughs> family <laughs> um, you know and you know that's all about their mothers it's all about the experience well it's not actually they're a mechanic they yeah. you know they're all about replicating that you know um, the, the the experience every time and their whole you know their, their whole business is based on on systems and processes and 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 so when you start to think about it that way you can kind of see you know what what how how it can kind of start to focus. Businesses and 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 make them help them make decisions that are you know on brand for them and and you know enhance their you know positioning, and then missionaries, you know there's obvious ones like you know certainly um, ones like you know Uber has, has been a missionary they're you know completely disrupting something and um, but and and Tesla as well, um, but then less obvious ones like you know Starbucks was a missionary they were. Actually, about changing the way that Americans built, you know, made, you know, experienced coffee. Mm. Um, so it's a it's a really really interesting concept. I think that is worth considering and kind of digging into because, and and we do it with we do it with clients now. We're doing it for the last twelve months um, to kind of give them direction. And I've just I just watch watch it kind of the light go off in you know. People's you know, the business owners have had their you know they've been doing their thing for twenty years and it's like I never realised you know I never realised we were like I was I was a mother some people have problems with being called a mother but yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's another story so yeah and like footy clubs are mothers like um and there's she breaks it down even within each of them um there there's two kind of types like for example um, if you're a um, you know, if you, once you work out that you know you're a mother, you're a client or a customer orientated company, you can either be a customer experience mother or a customer segmentation mother. So, like, you know, Porsche is a mother, and you go, well, hang on, um, 
you know, they're about, you know, building these amazing cars and it's a product, but no, they're actually focused on a very tiny portion of the, the a segment of the market, which is a people that can afford yeah. those, those cars and Ferrari probably more so than Porsche. And um, so, and, and it is all about the experience um, they create to make them um, feel a part of, you know, being a Ferrari owner has a, you know, a cachet to it. And so the mechanics are either about product value or product features. So, you know, like Tiger Air would be a pro, uh, would be a mechanic, but a product value mechanic. They're just about in Ryanair, the same in, you know, overseas. It's just about the lowest price, and mm. and that's what you're you're buying. Um, whereas, you know, Sony is a you know is a is a is a product um, product feature mechanic when they're all about newest products, newest things, and you know, and there's probably an argument to say now that. Apple was a missionary. They were about, you know, changing, challenging the status quo and, you know, coming up with products that, you know, really shifted culture and, and, and they have. But probably since Jobs has died, I, I, I think there'd be an argument to say they've just become mechanics now. They're just mm. iterating, you know, and I, I'm the biggest Apple fanboy out there, but they're just, you know, they're just iterating, you know, the new iPhone is... <laughs> Apple, Apple's a very interesting case, I think, because I think you can make a pretty strong case to say that they're one of the sort of atypical mothers, you know, and and I think, I, I, yep. I, I agree with your point at the moment, although I think there's still a fair legacy and hangover yeah, yeah, there of is. the Jobs era that, that makes them still one of the most customer-orientated, you know, companies out there. But I think they're an interesting case because... You know, I think their their soul, if we want to talk, maybe their yep. DNA was customer focused. Yep. Um, but there's a, a mechanic edge to that, I guess, or that they were very happy to say, okay, we're going to listen to our customers for what their needs are to a point, but then we're also going to sort of tell them what they want or guide them, I guess. Yep. You know, we're going we're going to make a, a big um, assertion, I guess, that this is what they want. And then once we've made that, we're going to package it to them and give it to them in a way that is very customer orientated. I think, yeah, it's a, you know, I think they're a really fascinating case in that sense. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and I, I, one of the ones I think for ages, um, you know, they were they were so late to the market to bring out large phones because Steve Jobs said people do not want something that fits in there that they can't, you know, put in one hand and operate easily with one hand. And of course, the market then sort of changed a little bit on that. But they, you know, they, they make these big calls. Yeah. This is this is what this is, this all is what want. people want. So it's a, it's an interesting one. There, yeah, right? and I've like watched. We're working at the moment with um, they'd be probably Australia's oldest green coffee importer. Like you know, mm. they're around since the um, early 1900s and had this huge legacy. And we were going through this with them. And of course, the the, the coffee bean is you know their their product. In the end of the day, that's what they're selling. Uh, um, you know, they were originally like, oh, well, of course we're mechanics. You know, we go around the world and we find mm. the best coffee, and we dug, we dug into it, and they're like absolutely, like they're absolutely mothers. A because they've been around for generations. You're not just around for generations. Yeah. Like you know, you're cultivating experiences and relationships and whatever. But then they also have um, 
and the amount of work they do at origin, what they call, which is where the, you know, where the, where the coffee beans come from and supporting those communities, you know, their, their whole DNA of their business is about um, making sure everyone wins, you know, because if the, you know, the, the, there's not a fair price paid and, you know, at the community and then, you know, so they can, and then the roaster has to have, be fair so they can keep running their business and they kind of sit in the, the middle between those two and without, making sure that everyone wins, they don't have a business. So mm. it was really interesting to kind of watch, you know, there's a lot of situations I'm starting to look at now when I look at businesses and go, they look like a mechanic, but when you think about it, no, they're actually mm. mother. And for them to, to it, it opens up, you know, or it just shifts your thinking. It's like, okay, now how can we build more, you know, how can we bring that to life more? And, you know, I, I think it's also important to point out there's, there's a, you know, you probably a, you know, every company has a dominant DNA and then they, it's not like you don't do the others. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, you're really, okay, that's, that's who we are. That's how, yeah. and, but, but and, and that's how we'll kind of, we'll be in the world. And from a positioning point of view, I think it helps, it just helps you become a lot, lot clearer. Once you know it and understand it, like the point with coming back to, to, to Mark, I'm just using us mm. as an example because it's easy for me to talk about, um, you know, once, you know, the back of our, I'm sure our design team at the back of our, it's like, oh, we've got to enter more awards and they, you know, mm. they, they, people love that that type of stuff. But once you kind of realise, well, it's not really in our DNA, it's not, you know, why we, we of course, would, you know, love to, 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 to win lots of awards. You can't win them unless you don't enter them, but mm. um, you, um, you know, it's not really us. We're about, you know, at the end of the day, we need to be looking at, you know, we've got all these... Customers are, you know, sitting. You know, I had a client cry <laughs> last last week in a workshop because of, you know, the the clarity we'd got yeah, around. Like, so you got to then re, then it makes you kind of understand. Okay, well, we've got to be looking elsewhere for for how we um, you know, yeah. how we how we win. There's there's one point that you made, um, which I which I'd like to dig into a, a little bit on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you said that that you realised that you. Um, you know, you build in extra time, and I think that's a really important point because I've been, I've been in companies that don't understand what their DNA is, yep. and I actually think it's something completely different. And and I think that that is a really key point because it's it's one thing to say, oh yeah, we're customer oriented. In fact, I don't think I've ever worked for a company that hasn't said, said that. No, you can say it, isn't it? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Is it, yeah. you know, but I guess you know the, the point of DNA. Yeah. Right is is that this is this is the this is the core of your being, right? Um, and it's all well and good that you might think you're tall and a basketballer, but if your DNA says you're short and yeah, stocky, no, that's right? right. Yeah, you it's it's yeah, going to yeah. be pretty tough, yeah. um, you know. And and um, and that's really key. I, you know, I worked at a, a company who who truly, truly, truly believed that they were a high level service company, yeah. and that's what they wanted. And and it was. It was from the top down, everything was driven, you know, incredible service, really understanding your customer. But the structure of that company was the complete opposite. Yeah. And it, it was not structured in a way that anyone within that organization could be customer orientated. Like it, it, was, it was just impossible. It was a break point. And talking, you know, like those hours were not built in there to be able to, to be to, customer to, first. Yep, yep. And, and really, it's DNA. If I was to, to that now, so this DNA was it, was, it was low price, easy, you know, it's not quick good. hands off, right? Yep. It was, you know, but they didn't understand that. So talking positioning, they couldn't go to market and say, hey, we're cheap. 
we're cheap and we're effective. We're one of the best value for money companies, you know, yep. in, in this market. Now that would have been something that they had they really understood, that or they could build position. internal systems around that. They yep. could build marketing communication around that, um, and there'd be a segment of the market that they really could have tapped into and gone really hard. No, you're but, right. But They've they kept it. And I kept just, it was it was like this conflict and it was a toxic work environment too because yep. there were arguments around the board table or you know, around, around the boardroom table and all these kinds of you things. Because we were trying to be high customer service. We didn't have the hours there. We didn't have the, the structure to do it. Yeah. Um, no, that's exactly, you've, 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 you've really nailed what, what, it, what it means. And for me, that was the biggest um, aha moment. Um, and her books, Andy's book is called Getting to Aha, mm. um, uh, funnily enough. Um, but yeah, that w- once you kind of, re- you, you, you've got to live it and you just, you've got to own it. So, I mean, I, 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 I do find it funny though that you kind of, from a, being a mother, customer orientated, like it's almost like, my, you know, our prices are higher so that yeah. you are happier. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, well, is it's a, a very hard thing to sell. It is, and I certainly don't really sell it on that level, but you've, we've, we have to give ourselves space in projects to mm. have the time to dig in to make some cha- to let to let you know to let clients make some changes yeah. show them oh you know I've you know can we see it like that yeah sure you can not uh you know that's going to cost mm. you more whereas we've got um we've got a partner we work with um in a in the development space mechanics hand down and to the point of you know, like, oh, you know, time's up. <laughs> you know, okay, well, that's not an answer. Um, you know, yeah. we need to spend some more time then. No problem. But, you know, I just, I noticed one and day, I, like, and that's absolutely okay. Mm. Now that I understand what they're like, and I've been yeah. working with them for years, but, like, it was this, this really put a finer point on. Now I just have to understand how to work with them and, yeah. you know, and, and then, you know, realise that I'm going to have to, you know, build some extra time into that. I had the exact same experience with, with a, uh, a developer company, funnily enough, um, and, and went through the same thing. I was just, uh, you know, I, they were so different, I guess, to the DNA that I'm used to and, and working with, and it was the same thing. They were just rigid on time. And, and scope and, and and there was clearly just nothing built in there for that. And I found it really yeah. difficult. So to, we're solving problems here, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, re- really strange. But yeah, isn't, isn't that interesting? It, it really is. I'll, I'll, I'll read out here just because, I mean, this puts a really fine, it's a really nice, um, paints a really nice picture of how the differences are. And, you know, if everyone listening, have a think about, well, grab Andy's book if you want to, you know, get, dig into it, but have a think about really what, what, you know what? Maybe you've got a client at the moment, or your own business, or you know, you know, what are you? So, mothers, customer-oriented companies, they win in business on the basis of connection with whom they serve and the experience they create. So it's you know, and like you said, every oh yes, we're customer-oriented. Yeah. We're customer first. You know, are are you really? And what what are you doing? You know, what structures do you have in place? That's the important. One. Where can you? Prove that to yeah. yourselves, you know. They measure success by retention, satisfaction, and loyalty in everything they do. So, you know, but they you know, measure it that way. Mm. They're motivated by client needs and their relationships with their clients. So that's the first and foremost, um, you know, thing. And they make clients feel like they're being taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's mothers. Mechanics, product or service oriented companies. They win in business by their determination to build the best products and services. So it's all about that, that product or service. 
So when I was using an example before, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are, you know, using agencies as an example, there's ones that are just about, you know, the the look and the aesthetic as opposed to, you know, what's under the hood, maybe. Um, they measure success by increased product performance, market share and category leadership. So they're about being at the front and the forefronts and, and, and that. They are motivated by what they can do and how they how and how they can sell it. The newest feature, the latest update, or a superior design, and they make clients feel like their products and services continually serve their needs. So, you know, I think that paints a really interesting picture. Missionaries are, are, are an interesting one because I've um been at a few workshops we've done with this, and you've got often CEOs. They all by their nature think they're missionaries because they're leading mm. and they're you know they're but. You know, it's very. I've only had one. Um, we don't do. You know, um, we don't. I think if you work in the tech space, there's probably a lot more missionaries, and yeah. we don't do too much of that. Um, but um, I have had one missionary company. Um, missionaries they win in business by changing the world and delivering life-changing innovation. They measure success by change behaviour and market disruption. They're motivated by innovation and bringing bold ideas to market on a large scale. And they make clients feel like they offer something special, groundbreaking, breaking that's in the future. And the motivation one was interesting with, with missionaries because they're motivated by innovation, bringing bold ideas to market at a large scale. They often don't care what happens, <laughs> you know, who's, who's left in their wake as well. And, mm. you know, you talk, hear the stories of, of, of Steve Jobs and that point of view as well. It's like really like single-minded focus on changing yeah. the world and I don't care who gets left in my wake. Yeah. So I've have had some interesting well, conversations. That, it always comes up with Silicon Valley and all of that, isn't it? You know, like yeah. that, that sort of... Um, you know, it's almost characterised as a certain arrogance uh, and, you know, there's, there's all sorts of stories of Airbnb and Uber and these types having to sort of deal with that and go, oh, yeah. hold on, we weren't even thinking about, about these consequences. The consequences, that's yeah. right, that's right. So it's an, um, I, I, like, like I said at the start of, of, of the chat, yeah, brand DNA, DNA, all these terms, there's stuff thrown around and it's mm. quite malleable, some of the concepts, but for this one really... Stuck with me, and um, and I come back to Andy's book quite yeah. a lot, and I've seen, um, you know, it's just a great concept to get people thinking, and and you picked it up straight away um, from that positioning point of view. If you know who you are, then just own it, yeah. and 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 that, it's just it's way more powerful. It's, it, you're going to have less, you know, stressful conversations, or oh, yeah. um, and have happier people. Like really, if you even if you talk about. Um, you know, you know you 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 know you've got a mechanic DNA. Then you you're, you're hiring people that are mechanics. Exactly. <laughs> you're hiring people that are, that's exactly. that's what they want. You're not hiring. And there's continuity. I mean, I, you know, I always find myself coming back to um, you know the good to great principle, the flywheel principle. You know, like it, that's how you get your flywheels. <coughs> you know, in the company that I that, that I was referencing, um, they kept they kept losing momentum because they kept trying to solve problems that probably wouldn't have been problems if they knew their DNA. Yeah. Right? The problem was we're not delivering on this high ser service that we're all about. Yeah. You know, and had they just embraced the fact that they're not about high service, what they're about is efficiency and value, yep. um, you know, that would have been fine. <laughs> Actually, the problems weren't there and they could have really powered on <coughs> with, with, with becoming better. And then I think the people in the, in the company you know, would have been happier in their role. Like, hey, this is what we are. This is who we are. This is great. You know, we're just going to be more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. And just, you can just run that way. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I, I've, it's, it's quite liberating when you realise, okay, this is this is what we are and this is what we're doing and this is how we're going to yeah. measure ourselves. So, um, so, so go to it. So, yeah. yeah. So, look, I want to I throw a bit of a grenade in there, or a rock in the pond perhaps. Yeah. Um, so, I, I've, just, I've just come out of a course that argued very strongly that um, the all 
or the the desirable position, I guess in this terminology, should be mothers. The all the, the most desirable, whether you maybe are traditionally more product focused, you should be moving towards a customer orientation and that all businesses will succeed from that. Um, but what I, I guess I want to think about this this topic you've raised from, from a different point of view is that our audience, I assume, listening to this now will be marketing managers, you know, or some variation of, uh, of that. And it can be a challenge when you're sitting in a marketing department um, if you're working for a uh, mechanic, yep. you know, understanding that. And I guess if you're in that, in that sort of um, company, you're, you're getting products sort of landing on your desk and you've got to try to find a way to market that, either translating it into some customer benefits or often what you see with mechanics, I think, is, is that you're, uh, you know, your marketing becomes very feature-rich. It's, yep. you, know, uh, you know, and it's a list of features and, you know, there's all sorts of examples, I think, of companies that, you know, uh, they might be the most innovative companies from a product perspective, um, you know, but all they are is a set of features. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, I keep coming back to Apple. It's so easy to come back to Apple. But, uh, you know, the, I mean, the, Apple's have never been the most technologically advanced computers. No. Uh, you, know, they're, 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 you know, you could argue they're not, they're not the best computers. They make you feel like it, though. They do. They do. And, and, what, and what they are is, is user-friendly and they're very customer-orientated compared to, you know, I guess the, a lot of their competitors that are product-focused but, you know, certainly aren't the biggest company in the world. Yep. Uh, so... Um, where am I going with this? So, so I think there's there's two ways of looking at it. One, I'd like to sort of drill into this idea that the best, the most desirable state is to be customer orientated, to be a mother, whether yep. that's true or not. Um, and should we, if we're in the position to try to move towards that outlook, regardless of our orientation. And two, I guess the challenge of, well, you know what? Sometimes us as marketers, we don't have, you know, I, mean, we, I think we can play a pivotal role in the orientation of a company, but we can't change that. So, you know, if, if you're not in a position to move yourself to a more desirable state, is understanding what your DNA is, you know, how, to, how is that going to help you as a marketer and how is that, you know, and what, and, and what can you do there? So, well, I mean, I, I think it is. So my first question, I guess, to you is well, what, is, what do you mean by the most desirable so, position is to be customer, like customer orientated? Um, so answer that for me first. Okay, I so think I've got I, an idea. I think, yeah, I think probably look at it maybe from a product-focused company, the, yep. the mechanics, yeah. is, um, you know, I, I imagine that, that these companies are, are typified by a big R&D presence. Yep. Right? They're, they're, they're constant, you know, that they're, they're forging ahead trying to, to create um, new and innovative things. Yep. And, and, and that's all well and good. But then what you're doing is, if you do that without a customer orientation, what you're doing is just creating for the sake of creating. Sure. That, and that, that if you can understand your customer through interviewing your customer, speaking to them. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the, the um, I read a paper recently about, uh, I can't remember whether it was Procter & Gamble or who's the other big um, Unilever. One of them, probably both of them, to be honest. You know, I mean, they spend time just hanging out in kitchens of their customers, 
watching yep. you know watching how they wash the dishes or or clean the house uh, and these kind of things. Yeah. This is you know which yeah. I, I guess should be obvious yeah, that companies do that, but but maybe I've missed that in my career. <laughs> you know that level of it's like we're cool. just, yeah we're just going to hang out watching you wash the dishes and then suddenly there's an innovation from that. Now you could argue well Unilever and, and Procter and Gamble are probably very. Product. I mean, product is at the heart of yep. what they are, but I would argue that they are, you know, the most customer orientated. So it's a it's a bit of a it's a different shift because mother. It's more about it's it's about relationships. Yeah. Okay. Not the fact like so not the, the fact that you're not customer focused. It's actually yeah. an ex, an experience you're creating. You're winning by the experience. So it's gotcha. a bit easier for a service company to be a mother than sometimes a product-based company is. Yeah. But So I would still argue, although as I was thinking, you kind of mentioned Unilever and Procter & Gamble, like what, you know, what are they? I haven't ever thought of that. Um, and they, you know, they've got lots of different brands and they're probably all a bit different. But I, I, I do think they are me- mechanics. They, the, the definition, you know, winning based on the best products and services. Mm. They're watching people to find a product yeah. To make their life easier, but they're finding a product for them to to then. So they're listening to the customer, but at the end of the day, they're winning because of a product. They're yeah, they're right. Where they're not. Um, well, I thought you were going to go. <clears throat> I um I <clears throat> finished um a course myself recently that talked a lot about the um, experience economy, and this might be another um, podcast we can we, we can do actually about how you know things go from. Um, as things become a commoditized, you've got to go up the ladder. So I can't remember it all off the top of my head, but it, it, you know, like coffee, for example, um, we've gone from you know the the beans have become a, a product. I hope I get this right. Um, and then it went up a level to the barista. So the barista, then you know, you can charge more. You know, bag of beans is I don't know five bucks or something, ten bucks. And then you know the the value gap now. Once you have a barista making that coffee for you, is yeah. you're making more money than that. And then Starbucks went and on on top of that, you know, they created a space. You know, the third space yeah. they called it. And so it went from just any normal cafe, you know, to a space. You could hang out and do some work, and so all of a sudden, the value that was created on top of that. Now, you know, you think of from you know what a what a what a coffee bean is to how much they were charging per potential coffee bean is based on the experience, and, mm. and you go up and up. And I'll, I'll 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 come back another time with a much better description of that. But that's generally it in a nutshell. That where we're moving all through is experiences. Everything's becoming productized. Yeah. So. The value there and where the profits are going to come are in experience, and that's the uh, this is the argument of the you know the experience economy. So that's where I thought you were maybe going with the the customer focus because at the end of the day, products will become productized. Yeah. Um, but I still think from a DNA point of view, the that's who it, yeah. it's, it's it's no, you're still about products. So you've got to list. You you know if you're not, you're not going to be very successful, are you? If you're breaking cr- products that no one wants, so you yeah. obviously have to be customer focused. But you're not winning based on an an, a, an experience where you know there's an argument to be said, like with you know you, I've actually you know I said Apple was a mechanic, but there's an argument you said it is you know they are a, a a mother because it's the experience they create. It's it's easy. There's a sense of belonging. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's um um it's whereas you know Samsung you know their biggest competitor they're a mechanic. They just yeah. you know they just make. You know, make the products, and they're generally faster and bigger and better. But it's interesting and, and more expensive to manufacture, I believe. Wow! Uh, but the data that, that I I heard on that was from like when oh, I think the iPhone was up to six. So it's a little bit out of date now. But 
uh, you know, I believe that the equivalent phone Samsung made at the time that Apple were making a six <coughs> was about thirty or forty US dollars more expensive to make. Well, well, um, you know, so and they sell it for, for less money as yeah. well. So anyway, that's a no. That well, that's a. I didn't know that actually. I didn't. Mm. I didn't know that. But so, so I think the more you dig into it, you can see that you know the 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 distinctions of them. That you know, at the end of the day, it's actually what what value. We, what what is the value you're offering? Is it in, in an experience or yeah. or a relationship or you know or is it a you know the the thing you make? Um, and then yeah, so I, I I guess does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense, and I think yeah, and we're talking DNA, isn't it? It's what's at your core. That's so. right. It's 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 what it's what's at your core, and and. Um, yeah, and the and and the positioning that you yeah. you end up you end up taking because I think you know, I mean talking that that some you know that customer orientation I guess needs to be a part of it I guess that's that's probably the the point that I'm making I'll take the missionaries you know Uber's a great example gee they've had a, <coughs> a, a tumultuous you know they're they're a pretty young company you know and they've gone from you know disrupting the world in a massive way. Um, you know, having huge battles with every taxi firm in every state and country that they've, you know, every market that they've entered, to becoming, you know, the very missionary. I mean, that must, yeah, yeah, must yeah, be yeah, their so, DNA, yeah, 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 and becoming yeah. so so missionary that they've almost forgot about their customer and they forgot about their driver, yeah, and you yeah, know, a, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and all sure. sorts of things. And I'm seeing signs now that they're coming out of that and they're becoming a little bit customer orientated um, and a little less. Missionary, I wonder, is that a transformation towards motherhood? Yeah, yeah, potentially. And I, I think um, um, Andy, I know in her books, is very hard to change. Like mm. it's, um, but I, I reckon you could mount a case for that type of shift being something that has to, that 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 might happen to a few missionary companies because they, you know, get to the point where they have changed the world. Yeah, you know, then what do we do next? You know, it's very hard to get in, go and change the world again and again. Now you've got a, you know, you've you've created a market. Now you've actually got to nurture that market. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm using Uber and uh, as an example, perhaps I, I'm definitely hearing people, um, um, you know, talking about how the experience they're getting is now, you know, starting to be the same as what they got from taxis and it's some of the stuff they had. And yeah. I, I think I've talked about this before. I, I've definitely had experiences with Ubers where, you know, they're doing some of the stuff that I used to hate about yeah. taxis, which is, you know, cancelling cancelling rides. Oh, and Yeah, um, that's become a big so, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, so it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good point. Mm. Um, or do you say, well, you know, in, a, in the context of what, you know, as a... If, as an organisation, if we are, you know, missionaries, and that's truly what we are. Well, what, what do we do next, or how? Do that, we, and that's a good one too. Because I would, I would almost argue that Uber Eats has had a bigger impact from a missionary point of view than Uber has. You know, the I look at our cupboard now because we've refused to throw away the plastic containers that they come in. Ah, okay, yeah, and yeah. And we have a cupboard stacked full of. You know, the, I'd hate to look at my my receipts, but that. Convenience. I mean, that is a game changer. That it's brought every restaurant within a you know a whatever kilometer radius around your home <coughs> to your doorstep. Yep. The convenience and, and impact that's had on on people's lives and, and the way that we eat, yep. you know, is, is huge. So, and that <coughs> is maybe a challenge that needed to work out. Are they now becoming a mother where they understand their customers and their drivers and well, just and creating this? that experience? Yeah, or, or are they not... do they remain a missionary and go, okay, what next? We've done food. We've done transport. Um, 
Yeah, well, you yeah, know what next? Sense. Should they start delivering packages or something? I don't know. <laughs> you know uh, Someone else does that somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> not. Don't no, put me in charge right. of, that, of that product <laughs> development. But you know, should they continue to find new ways to be yeah. missionary because their DNA is to be it missionary? Yeah. You know, or should they be transforming? And maybe if they don't know and don't make the decision, they're in for a bit of a rocky yeah. ride. Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's um, it's really yeah, it's really worthwhile thinking about and opens up some interesting conversations mm -hmm. um, uh, once you start to dig into it. So the last thing I wanted to ask you yep. before we wrap it up, which yep. we probably should do, yep. um, is is what, you know, you've obviously taken a few brands through this. Yep. You know, what 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 does what are the actions that come out of that if you find out that someone is a missionary or a mechanic or, or a mother? I mean, yep. what, what's that changing in the way that you're thinking about their brand, their communication? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'll, I'll give a couple of examples. So, um, one, like I said, we've only really had one one missionary, um, and it's a, a newish or newish. Yeah, they've been around for a couple of years. Um, company that's now called Atlas, and they're a software mapping company. So they're, um, which is an extremely new concept. They're the only. They're the only. I've, I've, the only time I've been able to really truly really say with a client. It's a world first, like, mm -hmm. you know, they're the only, the first people doing this. And they actually map the way that software um, connects in organisations and the idea being, especially with the larger ones, um, you know, software can have a profound effect. It can be a cost and they've used examples with me um, talking about some of the large companies they've worked with. You know, a software change is going to cost a million dollars and then the CEO is like, a million dollars? Are you serious? And, and, and But if you can actually show it, you know, as a map and... What, what, what this is actually going to do to the business and where we have to, what this one change means, it becomes clearer to make better decisions. Yeah, and, um, and they are, um, you know, we, they're definitely a missionary in the end. And the way you work it out is, a, Andy's got a set of questions in her, um, in her um, book that I think there's about eight, 16. Um, and then from the answers to those, it's also an ABC, you can kind of get a guide as to where things are, are leaning. But from their point of view, once we realised they were a missionary, and I've had other companies that, you know, swear to their blue in the face we're missionaries <laughs> and they're, they're, they're not. It was really about, okay, well, um, they were a next big thing missionary. Um, you can be a next big thing missionary or a cult of personality missionary. So, you know, you can be, you know, um, Tesla, obviously, cold personality. Yeah. I've got a leader up there that is, and and Apple was the same with with, with Jobs. Um, but if you're all about the next big thing and you're about, then for them it was about, they're actually having to communicate. They're, all their marketing is about evangelizing this, like explaining what it is. And they're going to have to work really, really hard at showing, you know, showing the yeah. value. There isn't, you know, they're actually creating a market. So yeah. they've got a huge challenge. But so from their point of view is, you know, being a missionary and how it does their communicate, you know, how it affects their communications is they've just got to always be selling themselves. They've got to take every opportunity to show, you know, show how they're going to change it. They've got to create, you know, ex, you know, create case studies and show examples and get people talking and, and, and educate. So that was, you know, as a missionary does, you know, you're going out mm. there and you're going into places that have never heard of you before and it's hard work. Yeah. So kind of accepting, you know, that it was maybe they're, you know, they're, they're not about creating awareness because mm. <laughs> um, no one really knows what they, you know, what they've got something completely new. They're actually, their whole focus is about, you know, ex selling that idea. And, yeah. and, and so for them, that was, that's all about, um, that's how understanding that they were a missionary did that. 
Um, and then I've had other companies that you know thought they were the one that was particular that thought they were a missionary because the CEO is quite um, you know he's that type of person, but really when it came down to it, they were they were mothers, um, and so it, it kind of it completely shifted our focus on on how they market themselves. It was actually they were going to market the type of people they had and why their people were great, and because at the end of the day, the people were the interface. There was, these guys were. A, a cleaning company, a commercial cleaning company, and think about it, like at the end of the day, their product is clean. Mm. You know, you, their product is really, you shouldn't notice them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you shouldn't notice they ever came in, but that's the people that, that that do that cleaning and are the ones you're going to interface with or not interface with. And then they've got all these amazing stories like, you know, they have a lot of um, immigrants as cleaners as, as there are, yeah. and some of them are like trained as doctors and lawyers in, you know, have come from Russia and they actually have to start again here because they've got to get certified. And and so they, you know, then all these stories kind of coming out of, you know, our cleaners are, you know, somewhat more qualified than a lot of people they're cleaning for. (laughs) So it was, it was just a complete shift in, in how we kind of marketed them. And I had a similar, um, similar conversation with a, with a, with a company that do um, basically, um, telephone answering and and inbound calling and for, you know and when I started we started working with them I was like well you know call centers and then they said something to me which was like you know at the end of the day we're about finding the right people for the project and just you know and this conversation came up around being a mother and I was like that's so true unless you know when think of a call center it's just a bunch of people answering phones well no if 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 they haven't got the right person, you know, representing that that company that with the right mm-hmm. knowledge or the right tone or whatever, um, then it doesn't work at all. So they are all about people. So yeah. it's not someone just answering phones and taking calls, which is you might say is a is a missionary. We're just here to sorry, not missionary, no, um, mechanic. mechanic. We're just yeah. here to kind of. Answer the calls. Because, and that, that's a good point too, because people. you could be a mechanic in that business, right? And you, you could, could just be. say, well, you know what we're going to do yeah. is we're going to find, you know, we're going to have access to workforce. We can put people, we can slot people around. Yeah. We're going to make it Fill really effortless, <laughs> yep, yep, you yep. know, Absolutely. it's going to be cheap. And that would be completely okay. Yep. Um, so, you ha- so you see then how it starts to work from positioning. Yeah. Um, and um, and like, like I'll, I'll, I'll come back to, to Marco and the conversations we've had around this as well, maybe to end, like once we realised like we were, you know, and we knew all along, we'd have been having conversations two years ago about how, what is it people that like about us? They always talk about it's, a, it's they enjoy working with us, whereas I'm sure there's agencies out there that, you know, make people feel like they're a bit stupid or, you know, <laughs> you know what, I'm sure there are. Yeah. And it's like, well, hang on, we're the, we can be friendly. Like, yeah. let's, and then, you know, I know one of our designers spent, you know, days asking, looking at when we were redesigning our website, what does friendly look like? Yeah, right. If yeah. you're going to create a website and you're going to say you're an agency, you're friendly, you're great to work with, you know, what does that look like? Yeah. And, um, you know, he came back with a presentation which was, you know, 50 slides long of different typefaces that look friendlier than others. But yeah. it opens up that, you know, that, that, that conversation that starts you digging in deeper. And so then you realise, okay, great, I'm not going to, we're not going to compete yeah. on that level. We're, we're never going to be those guys. Yeah. Will be us. Yeah. But how great it is to know that you know at the end of the day, um, I've got you know if I've got a, a client that's crying yeah. <laughs> in a workshop because we've just you know we've we've really unlocked this the key to his business. Well, for me that's that's tick. Like you can't get any better than that. As opposed to we're not going to be in Mumbrella every yeah, right. you know every week. Or, yeah. But that's 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 fine. But once you understand those, it's it's liberating. Yeah. Great. Well, it is a good point. Uh, time to wrap up. So, I guess you know my my takeaway from that absolutely is 
to, I think maybe we should post those questions up or something, maybe I'll read that book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll under, post understand who you are. And then, you know, once you've got that understanding, um, be true to yeah, the yeah. DNA, right? Yeah, 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 no, that's right. And I think um, it's, it's, it's great you've got that. I think Andy puts it, there's a quote from her book about, um, it's like once you understand who you are, then you can actually do something about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll post it in the show notes, um, the link up to the book. But, yeah, have a, and there's, yeah, there'll be, there's plenty of stuff out there once you dig around. But have a think about it because it's, um, it, it's from a, you know, from, posi- from a positioning point of view, it's, it's really important. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Sam. Great stuff. Good width. Yep. Um, good width. Good width. Good, it yeah. was a good width. <laughs> we will catch each other next time. Look forward to it. Okay, bye. Thanks, Sam.